one big house, lots of people. <laughs> hey, it's Amy and Cheryl. We are having some technical difficulties this morning. Uh, just a little bit. Yeah. Oh, wait, it's afternoon now. It is. Okay. You I know think- what? I think we started the podcast like almost every single time. Hey, good morning. Because we, I don't know, you have that morning mindset. Yes. Like, to start yeah. the job. But it's, we all only do this in the afternoon. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're lazy. Yeah. Right, Cheryl? Yeah. We're lazy. <laughs> I feel like you're, uh, that's a very pointed comment that you're mm-hmm. making towards me. I'm feeling me. a lot better this week than I was last week, yeah. so let's keep the jokes going. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to pull on the role of grandma over oh. here and just roast you the whole time. <laughs> we have to, we have to make sure we never invite her back again. No, please grandma, come back. No. That was the no. most fun I've ever had. Actually, we did get a lot of feedback we on grandma. We got so much good feedback. Yeah. People loved grandma. Yes. They loved the grandma. They now did. Now she can't ever die. No, no. Nope. She's going to have to hang in there. Forever. Forever. Just hang in, hang in there. Nobody's pulling the plug Nobody's on her. pulling the plug on her. She's not going anywhere. Uh, All right. Um, so today, yeah. today's episode, uh, we had homework for today's episode. And we did. Like, uh, I did not do the homework. <laughs> You're admitting it. I'm admitting it. I thought I, you were going to wing it. There and, was no denying. Yeah. No, I'm not that good. I am the funny one. That's what that, a lot of our feedback said. Grandma was great. Cheryl was lazy. And Amy's the funny one. And I love that oh, feedback. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm not feeling judged at all here. No, not no, at all. No. You're feeling great about yourself. I am. I am. Yeah. So, yeah, we are going to go over kind of the history of multi-generational living. Mm-hmm. And um, although it's kind of a new term, the concept of many generations living together under one roof has been around since the beginning of time. It mostly existed in the beginning of time because people were a lot poorer. Yes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) We're we're going backwards in time with this idea. We are. We are. Very, very far back. But that's because the world is going a little bit downhill. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think uh, most cultures around the world... um, Especially you like Latin America and indigenous communities. Um, Say that three times fast. No, I said it once. That was <laughs> enough. Um, they they really were. Uh, it was a lot more common for them. Um, the Americans and even the Europeans, I don't think, embraced the idea quite so much. Mm-hmm. Is I was um, reading a bunch of your notes, and I really like what you have to say about times when it was more. Um, more common yeah and stuff I really you did some serious research here she didn't source anything which is like (laughs) I feel like the first thing you learn in English class the internet here's the thing I did I wrote down a bunch of websites so I did all the sourcing with none of the research (laughs) (laughs) I think I think what you did was you put the web websites down and then thought maybe I would read I mean I did it with the hopes that I would read oh okay it just didn't happen that way so well you know the best of both worlds, we just, they didn't quite connect. They didn't quite. So it's not really the best of both worlds. I don't it's know. Only one I did world. what I was supposed to. You did what you were supposed to. But yeah, just, I guess. It didn't I didn't connect. do what I was supposed to. That was the whole You point. got the websites. Oh, that was my only job? I thought I was supposed to read, like actually read them. <laughs> I didn't re- okay, I kind of read them before I shared the link with you. That way it, I knew that it was like substance. Yes. Related it pertained to what, to what we yes. were talking to. Yes. Um, so. But yeah. Go on. Go on to oh. what you learned about, Cheryl. <laughs> Tell us what you learned. And I'll basically just be here to be funny. Uh, well, thanks. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, the history of a lot of people that generations that lived together was based on um, hardships uh, where, you know, the culture that they came from and supporting each other. Uh, I think a lot of the reasons why we're starting to do it again. But um, I think back in history, it was 
you know, even more, uh, you know, it was more important that they, they stuck together because, um, yeah, they just, they didn't have the same resources that we do nowadays. Yeah, I, okay, so I'm going to read some of Cheryl's notes here, the ones that I found, like, the most interesting. Um, so let's see. The, this is my favorite one, and I feel like this is what we like to think of ourselves as doing. It was common during times of hardships, such as the Great Depression and World War II, that families had to pool resources in order to survive. <laughs> are we not surviving? <laughs> we are surviving. Um, I really like the pool resources because oh. we all want to move into a house so we can afford a pool. <laughs> is that what that, is that, I, what that, that means? Yes, yeah. You, I, I put it in quotes. <laughs> I'm, then, I'm glad you picked up on that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's my favorite part for sure. Yeah. Uh, lack of nursing homes and care facilities meant staying with family. Yeah. So that's the reason grandma's moving in. Yeah, that, well, and that's what she talked about when she was younger, too, mm-hmm. that, you know, her grandparents had to move in with their kids that because they needed... That tends to be the most common form of, you know, I guess, multi-generational living. Uh, I think the so. The technical term means three or more generations in one house. Yes. So I suppose as long as it's, you know, a grandma moving in with their children and their children's children, then that is three generations. So yeah, yeah. I think they define it as two ad- sweet still. Yeah. Having two adult generations with one, at least one younger generation. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah. So you'd have the kids, the parents, and the, and the grandparents, or even the great grandparents. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that is the most common form of multi generational living in, I mean, probably most countries, but especially America. I don't think it's that uncommon for like when your parents get older to. Have, Help them out. They have those granny pods. Mm-hmm. That would be, I, can they, we have a pod that's just called an Amy pod? I would love that. <laughs> a little small house. We'll market that. Just for me. That would be great. Wait. A Cheryl pod, an no, Amy wait. pod. A di- Let's all just have our own individual pod. Uh, yeah. Is that kind of like a she shed? A she and shed. Ah, uh, yes. And so no kids, no husbands allowed? I mean, well, we all get our own shed. Oh. And you ooh. can get a shed pretty cheap. You this can. is turning into a much better episode than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> but we're moving into sheds now. I don't yeah, know. The shed, the shed family commune. Everyone has a 12 by 12 room, and we all share an outhouse. <laughs> Wait, I'm not as on board Talk anymore as I used depression. to be. <laughs> hey, Grandma does have a story about a house she lived in uh, when she was about 10, where she had an outhouse. So when she was 10, it was 1952. So it wasn't like the era of outhouses. But she actually lived on a property where they had an outhouse and they had no indoor plumbing. That's disgusting. Yeah, I'm only, so glad they I only stayed alive for that one time. winter. One winter, they were that gone the next the spring. Most horrible winter ever. <laughs> yeah, oh can gosh. you imagine? Your butt would be so cold. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you're ten years old, ten and years. I mean, you know that up until you were ten, you had indoor plumbing, and your mom and dad moved you out to this farm in the middle of nowhere with like, outdoor plumbing. Yeah, go to the bathroom in this porta potty. Yeah, so. I don't know. I would be wetting the bed on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care that I'm 10. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So back to, so what's, what's your favorite thing um, that you, that you read about? Or I, maybe not your favorite thing, but the most interesting thing you read about. Well, I don't, I don't know, you know, most interesting. I guess I find it all interesting because it's an idea that, you know, we're really on board for, Mm -hmm. but you know, as, as time went on um, and, you know, people did live together for necessity um, especially after World War II when there was such a boom to the economy and um, the middle class was growing and there was so much more disposable income, people did move away from living at home with their parents or having their grandparents live at home. And mm-hmm. um, so I think that's, you know, during that time frame is when people really kind of like, you know, you never want to do. 
That's mom calling. Oh, sorry. <gasps> she could be on the pod. No, oh. she doesn't want to be on the podcast. All right. Well. Sorry, mama. <laughs> no podcast yeah. uh, intro for you. But there, you know what? There is her shout out. Yeah. We haven't given her a shout out no, yet. No. Hey, mama. How are you? That's my mom. She does not want to live with us. <laughs> We've Pam, asked a lot of times. Why don't you want to live with us, We've Pam. asked so many times. And it's always no. It's always. always no. I mean, like, we've asked your brother, and he's given us a little bit of hope. A little bit of hope. I think it's just cruel hope. Yeah, it is. But your mom, there's no. No, not even she, part She of did her. ask for details one time, I think, to be polite. And yeah, then, just to be nice. And then, yeah, she just looked at us and shook her head. No, mm-hmm. there was yeah. no. Yep. Then we asked her, have you listened to the podcast? And she said, no, <laughs> she doesn't. She wants to be so far away from it. She doesn't even want to listen to it. This is episode five. I'm yeah. feeling a little offended. So, so if she listened, offended. Yeah, a little okay. bit. Okay, well, no. we can't be offended every time someone doesn't want to listen to us, like, but okay. she has spent the most amount of time listening to us be annoying. That is true. Whereas but she's my people, sister. She's this my sister. New. And I literally had Sisters to share. Sisters are the most annoying with sisters. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I can be annoyed by her. I literally had to share a bed with her growing up. Same room. We had to share a so bed. So why doesn't she want to share a bed with you now? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We wouldn't even need two bedrooms. No, you, you're already so experienced in that. <laughs> So if I can be annoyed at anyone, it is my own sister. Okay, fine. Okay. Be annoyed with her. Okay. If she listens to this, you're going to regret it. Yes. You're going to regret it. Sorry, Mom. Yeah. Sorry for her. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I think uh, um, people did move back. Uh, well, not back. They moved away from wanting to live with other family because, you know, they became more prosperous and, um, you know, they just they wanted their own de- independence. Society changed on um, the way they looked at people. Um, and, you know, living together, they, Mm -hmm. they didn't see that as, uh, the best way to, to do things. So, um, yeah, I think as, as time went along, people did move apart. Another thing. So in your notes here, I'm kind of having to reach a little bit. Um, let's see. The rise of technology and telecommunications made it easier to stay connected with distant family members. So that's not really something I had thought about in terms of, you know, why, so, uh, do you think that in the past, just not being able to, like, talk on the phone to your grandparents or your parents or whatever would be a reason why you would, like, live together? I, I don't know if that was the whole reason. I just think that's part of the reason that added to why people were more comfortable moving away from each other. Yeah, that's um, true. Because they could still somehow stay connected. Yeah, they could you know, stay connected. It wouldn't be like they leave and then you'd have to, like, take a horse and buggy well, for 14 days. Yeah, well, that was the 1800s. Alive. Think about it. You know, as, as the eastern United States grew and people mm-hmm. decided to go west, you know, go west, young man, or whatever the <laughs> saying was. I don't know. Were you there for that, young man? <laughs> uh, yeah, just think about if you're living on the west coast and your family's on the east coast you had to send it by pony express and by the time they got your letter and you got <laughs> they it back have already been dead yes your whole life has changed at that point you know Did return to sender exist then what if you just wrote one number wrong and then you got it back and you thought oh no we lost grandma <laughs> but really you just didn't have her address and you would never find out uh, yeah oh my gosh now that's sounding horrible that it does i mean i leave my house without my phone and i feel like i'm naked yeah like okay. i'm disconnected from the entire planet you yeah there's just no way to know what's yeah. going on across the country when you have to wait for a horse to (laughs) deliver your message (laughs) so we're we decided to take uh, (laughs) a strategy people used back when that kind of stuff was happening (laughs) and bring it into today's world (laughs) one of my favorites so we've gotten I think we've mentioned a couple times a lot of weird 
reactions to our idea of, of multi-generational living. Yes. It is a weird thing. Whatever. Uh, we can accept that people we think can. we're weird for it. It's okay. Uh, but I got, I had posted on Facebook, um, like sharing with friends and family about the podcast and someone, some, an, an elderly uh person that I know from an organization had commented something like uh oh I had to live with my mother-in-law for two weeks it was the worst <laughs> I can't imagine living like permanently living with them and that's, On basically, purpose. Yes, that's basically a lot of our reaction it just made me it made me giggle um for one none of us are in-laws we're no. all related no by we blood. are what? so maybe that makes us like each I other think, more I think that but helps. I also like all my in-laws too so I guess I can't relate to I mean, I'm not saying I want to just live with everybody. It's probably more I would be willing to live with any of my in-laws, and all of them would be like, that's no. okay, Amy. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I'll say no. I mean, but again, I think, you know, across our family, we we've kind of have kind of each stay with each other for mm -hmm. different reasons, um, whether it was moving or looking for a house or, mm -hmm. you know, I've been, I stayed at my mom's house with kids while I was, um, you know, purchasing a new home and your mom's with you four kids stayed at my house when she moved back mm -hmm. to the area. And, you know, so we, we have experience with being in each other's space and, you know, nobody's dead. We all survived all of those. I mean, yeah, that's, that's true. If that's the, if that's the standard we're using. Yeah, Cheryl, nobody died. Living under each other's roof. That's what we'll consider this a success. If 10 years from now we're all still alive, then we won. Well, we, I mean, Grandma and Grandpa, do you think they will be alive 10 we years We just from said now? she has to live forever. Okay. okay, nobody's pulling the plug. We're just no, keeping her alive. pulling the plug. There is just, technology is fine enough. She can be around forever. Yeah, yeah she's, Something can keep her alive. She's in right? the corner plugged in, but she's still around. <laughs> Whether she's on a machine or in an urn on her mantle, she'll be there. <laughs> she will always be there. We, we won't let her go. Yeah, sorry, Grandma. I hope that, I hope this episode you skip. Yeah. That, that was a little bit of a dark humor. It was a little there. bit. All right, back to the whole point of the episode. Yeah. Um, well, I, I do have to say the 80s is when um, we hit the, the lowest number of multi-generational That women. was a great transition. <laughs> it wasn't well, it? I just <laughs> have to say, here's this fun little statistic. <laughs> well, now we got to move on to uh, why we're moving, shifting back to multi-generational living because that's who we are. That's what we're doing. So That's true. So, yeah. Okay, so it's not just us. No, apps, it is not. This is news to me. No, I mean, as many people have that has called us weird, there is, it's, yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. It is a thing. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, it's more common for families now. So, it started to go down in the 80s. It was more What, hit common. the lowest, they're saying, in 1980. Oh, hit the lowest. Okay. It, yeah, 12%. And so even 12% is... That's a lot higher than you would think. Yeah, if that was the lowest in the United States, 12%, that's 12 families out of... Every hundred was still Thank living. Thank you for explaining the math. <laughs> I mean, that seems like a pretty good yeah, number, that's a, though. That's a large amount. And it started going up from there, so. What what are we at right now? Do you know that number off the top of your head? You know. How many families per 100, Cheryl? Go. I read, and I'm not, I don't know when this was, was researched, but one in five. Wow. One in five. I don't know if it was families or, you know, per population. It's probably because of the granny pods. Yeah. I, I think that is part of it. I mean, how much fun is it? It's more accessible it? now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I uh, COVID really pushed the numbers up. Mm -hmm. Now, I can't say everyone who moved in together during COVID Still. is happy about yeah, it. that's true. <laughs> those are We've the people that are articles. definitely <laughs> calling us weird. They're like, nope, no, that was horrible. I did it because I had to. Why in the world would you choose to yeah, do it? Yeah, yeah. But I think COVID did push a lot of families together mm -hmm. and... And um, a lot of families apart. apart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, even things like our gig economy and remote learning, or not gig well, economy. Yeah. Well, what's that? 
gig account, you know, where you can. Uh, Don't you look at me like I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that I'm a word? Learn. You're the one that did the research. I, I'm just here for like the playful, funny banter because I'm the funny, the funny one. Funny one. All right. I'm well, continue to remind people of that. So maybe I'm saying the word wrong. I don't know. But it's where... I really hope you're saying it wrong. <laughs> well, let's see. Let me explain, and then you can tell me if I'm wrong. I won't know if you're wrong. That's you haven't problem. let me talk yet. Okay, go. DoorDash. DoorDash? GigaCon, where you go and just, you know, all of those, like, uh, um, shipped, where you go and just uh, get your own little job, oh, and you... Okay. Uber. Uber oh, drivers. I get, okay, I get yes. what you're saying. So, yeah. gig, as in, like, everyone has a bunch of side gigs. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, isn't that what it's called? I mean, I still don't know. Oh, okay. But that it now makes sense. Okay. <laughs> now, so I, that sounds like a real thing. Yeah. So yeah. I think where people can, I mean, you can live in any city and be an Uber driver. You don't have to stay well, in one you spot. Have, you have to live somewhere where there's Uber because we don't I really said live city. Somewhere. I did say city. A city. Well, lots of places are cities that don't have Uber. A big city. Does that help clarify? No. Keep going. Chicago, Detroit, okay. New York, San Francisco. Keep going. L.A., Miami. <laughs> Turn this into a song, Cheryl. Let's get some dance moves. Keep teaching me about the economy. <laughs> I don't know enough. <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> I know. I know. Let's, let's get back on uh, back on topic here. Okay. Okay. I don't know what's our topic. <laughs> it's the history of multi. Okay, we're going back to multi-generational living. Well, why we're doing it. Yeah. Uh, well, so, we've said that a million times. Okay. These people are like, we know why you're doing it, Amy and Cheryl. Okay. We know. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I have nothing else to say. Then. Oh, okay. So let's look through some of your notes here then. <laughs> let's look through some of Oh, hey, you wrote gig economy in I your notes. see. It must be a real thing. Okay. There we go. So the rise of the gig economy and remote work has made it easier for people to live together without sacrificing independence. Yeah. Well, what does, what does remote work have to do with people because if sacrificing you, independence? Well, I think it means um, that if you are working in a, you know, somewhere in a town or city away from the rest of your family, and you can only go see them for Christmas and Easter, um, you know, you don't have the ability to move closer to them because you're connected to your job in the city. That's but in the city. Yeah, in the city. In one of those cities that I already mentioned. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, if you're working remote and you can go, you know, move out of, out of this in, you know, out of town and move in with your family somewhere, and you can work remotely, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. So I think that, yeah. Yeah, that does make sense. That makes so, sense. But, yeah, I think some of, you know, I, I kind of, um, I thought this was kind of interesting where it said, you know, um, it is the time to dispel some of the negativity and shine a positive light on multi-generational living. And I think, you know. See, this, okay, did you write this note yourself or did you copy and paste? I will say that okay, I'm good at copy and paste. You need to. <laughs> I am good at copy and paste. <laughs> I'm good at copy and paste. But then that's I like not to like a skill. I that's li- just a thing. <laughs> that's like saying I'm really good at walking. While you're 50, you should be good at walking. Okay, you don't need to say I'm I really wasn't good at done this. again. I wasn't done with my sentence. I do like to copy and paste, but then I like to put it in my own words afterwards. In your own words, at, okay. So is that your own words? I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. I don't do it to everything. Okay, I do would, it to a lot of things. That right there would be why you need to be able to do uh, site by source. Yeah, <laughs> you need to li- list your sources. What if the person who wrote that is listening to this, and he's going to be like, "I wrote that. How thank you, you, thank you very much for for putting that thought together for me." To who? Whoever wrote it. <laughs> That's not how sourcing works. You can't just say thanks to the universe. 
Oh, well, thank you, universe. <laughs> I said you can't do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've kind of uh, gotten away from the topic. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back. Um, finish things up. And hopefully we'll have, a like, a direction of discussion yeah, when we yeah, return. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Bye. Hey, it's Amy. And Cheryl. Just letting you know you can find our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We're also on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok, where you'll find fun behind-the-scenes footage and photos of our process. You can find the link to any of these platforms in the bio wherever you listen. Now back to the podcast. All right, we're back. Yeah. I realize I said goodbye, but I should have said we'll be right back. Yeah. (laughs) Because it was not the end. And yet, here we are, right back. (laughs) Here we are, we're right back. All right, so, uh, we, you know, we gave ourselves a serious talk. We need to be staying on topic here. All right, so let's finish up the discussion on the history and where it is today in society. So, oh, okay. well, you go ahead and finish up with what you were saying. Well, I, I kind of think I might have. You finished up already? That's all the research you did? No, well, I did Okay, more Grandma, on. she's being lazy again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, c- I could read a couple more of my little facts. Yes, um, I loved your facts. Okay, so, you know, it's not all about the cost of rent. Did you know that? It's not all about saving money, even though that's what we always talk about. I mean, that's like a big factor, but we have a lot of other reasons. I know, and so do other people, too. Yeah. So Okay, so go into those reasons. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> everyone can contribute to the house- household. Yes. Yes. The bills. I am really excited about that one. I can't wait for someone else to mow my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> the gr- I mean, you do. You only have one lawn. Three families, one lawn. Mm-hmm. So right I mean, there. Grandma and Grandpa won't be mowing the lawn, so I guess it's really only two families. Well, no... What is Frank's favorite job is mowing the lawn. That is his favorite job. He can't listen to this podcast, right? Will he ever listen to this? No. We are not letting him mow no. the lawn. We cannot <laughs> let him mow He's the lawn. He's not good at it, but he no. does like to do it and gives him something to do. It keeps him busy. Yes, but okay. We're already going to be a weird version of the Brady Bunch in full house. Okay, we can't let <laughs> um, our mush lawn together. <laughs> look like someone ran over it with the, with the lawnmower like they're drawing with a crayon. Well, what if we live out in the country? It's it, no. I will be able to see it. Okay. <laughs> what if? Okay. No. No I one. S- definitely, no one will visit us. What about out in the back forty? Like we can give him a back pasture, and we can just let him go for well, it. Well, sure, we can let him go for it there. Okay. Should we leave him unsupervised though? <laughs> someone should watch him. <laughs> someone should watch him. But that'll be grandma's job. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's grandma's, grandma's job. job. While yeah. she gardens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think uh, my one little last fact that I thought was kind of interesting. It's more of a statement than a fact, but it just said, you know, when we do ask. What's the difference between a statement and a fact? Well, a fact is, is like research. I don't know. Like it's like, it's indisputable. This is a indisputable. This is a fact, (laughs) but a statement is just something that somebody said more of an opinion, I guess. So this is more of an opinion than a fact. Like when I'm talking about why people are living together and people have done research and they have statistics, I mean, those are statistics. (laughs) <laughs> That's going to be the best part about this podcast is every word that Cheryl... Let's do a fun episode where we just have Cheryl say words she can't pronounce. <laughs> That'll be the best episode. Statistics. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm ready to move on. I don't know about the rest of you. Huh. I was going to say that by making people live alone, like families live alone, sometimes we're putting them in an impossible situation because they don't like think of single parents who have to live all by themselves, raising their kids and working. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when society says that's what you have to do to be successful, that's really putting them in a position that 
they're not able to attain to, you know. So I think it's unfair. I think that we should change the stigma around people living together. It shouldn't be the idea of if you say you're living at your parents' house, they shouldn't think of, you know. Like some old 40-year-old. Yes, in the the basement basement with the lights off. Yes. (laughs) But we, I mean, if that's your life, you do you. Yeah. But it also, like you living with your parents, it doesn't have to look like that. No, no. So I think that I think that's just what we're trying to say here, that it can have a completely different look than what people have visualized over the years. Like, mm-hmm. it, it is shifting. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, we might be weird, and we might be a little different. But, but we were weird before this, mm-hmm. and we're going to be weird long after. Yeah. So well, I don't know if we change anyone's minds. Again, if they don't want to do it, they don't have to. Mm-mm. No. But um, yeah. I think, you know, and we haven't talked much about our process and where we're at. Um, yeah, in a while, I think in our first episode, we kind of talked a lot about like, oh, these are the things we're currently doing, but it's been a few weeks now. And there's a reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the big reason is that we, between getting quotes and adding on to my house mm-hmm. and looking at that houses to buy, down. I mean, that's that's our two options. Yeah. And um, I think our big thing is, is to get the quotes on my house, and from there we can make more of a decision. Right. Yeah. But, but we also are this week hopefully going to be scheduling meeting with the financial advisor. Mm-hmm. Basically just to say here's where everyone's family's financials are. If we were to get a loan, whether that's to build or to buy, what does that look like for us? Mm-hmm. Um, what are interest rates? What kind of, you know. Yeah. Um, when we're pooling our money, what does it yeah, look like? Yeah, basically we want a professional to tell us whether or not our idea is insane mm-hmm. or if, if it's financially possible. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, me and David, my, my son David, we're just having a conversation, and he's like, do you think this is really going to come together? And my answer was, I think there's a better than 50% chance that it will happen. Now, I don't know what your thoughts are. Is that a statement or a fact? (laughs) (laughs) It's an opinion. Um, And I think really the only thing that will stop us is the logistics. I don't think. Right. Only if it's not from lack of wanting it to happen, but if it were to be astronomical to buy or I mean to build and just we can't find the right fit to buy. I mean, we're not going to force it. Yeah. We're not going to push it so hard that no one is happy with Mm -hmm. living that way. But uh, we're all 100% motivated. Yes. Yeah. So um, I think, you know, if, if we, if this process does get derailed, it's not going to be because we don't want it to happen. It's mm-hmm. just because we can't, we can't logistically make it happen. And in the meantime, we're having so much fun with this podcast. We might just keep it talking. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what we'll Maybe talk about no in the end. we'll listen <laughs> and, you know, the name will stay Generation Truly. Living and it will just be too random people from different generations talking different generations different households this is not not some sort of announcement that we've given up no just an update that we're kind of in a little bit of a lag yes yeah well and the thing is like uh the gentleman who came out to my house and measured and you know got all of the um information from me uh his person that does the quoting had a family emergency yeah so that he said set him back yes and it was three or four weeks ago that this happened he's still in the middle of it he hasn't come back to the office so um i think we can give him some slack yeah yeah i mean a little bit a little disappointed that we don't have that number but But um, understand very understandable and then i we have had a couple other contractors that i've contacted and now those two mm-hmm. people are really just not getting back to me. Yeah. Um, and I've heard I that. I feel like places are just hard to come by right now because yeah. they're so busy. They're so busy. And I think mm-hmm. that's a big part of it, um, that they're just so overworked that w- what are, why are they going to give us a quote if they can't 
you know, eventually the do the work. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's not worth their time. But again, you know, just tell me that. Just say, sorry, get, shoot me a text back, say, sorry, we're, you know, overbooked right now. Conduct is in the fall and see if we're available. Yeah. But um, most of these people are men, though. And that's men. Sorry, <laughs> men, for listening. Sorry to that. That is men. true. That is true. So. But, um, yeah, but so, yeah, we, I have talked to the bank and, you know, I've gotten some information about construction loans, home equity line of credit, mm-hmm. refinancing, new mortgages. See, so Grandma, she is not lazy. No. I, we, she we, does some things. Yes. I've gathered information. Yes. I have gathered information. That's so, right. yeah, we, we're not really at a spot to move forward. So I feel like, you know, we're it just might kind of sound yeah. like we're stagnant, but we really are still looking into things we went to an open house we did go to an open house which we went there we did like the house and then they were like oh we already have several offers on and we're reviewing offers tonight so our basically our thought was okay well walking around houses is kind of becoming a waste of time because we don't have we're not in a place to actually put an offer in somewhere yeah yeah. so in the meantime we're yeah just kind of like hanging tight with information that we already have until we can find out what step or process we're going to actually follow next. Yeah. And a lot of sellers, I mean, they won't even let you make an offer if you do, if you don't have pre-approval. pre-approval. Yeah. So, you know, it's not even like we could find something and say, okay, forget building, we want this house. Right. It, it's going to take 24 hours to even get pre-approval. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's after doing the application. Yes. And when there's more than one family involved, I don't know how more complicated. complicated, yeah, that's mm-hmm. going to make the application. So, yeah. again, we are moving forward with gathering information we're just not getting solid answers yet to actually apply that information yeah so but yep that's where we're at right now um and that's i think a good wrap up for the episode Mm -hmm. so um thanks for listening i feel like we rambled so much this episode we had a lot of fun i hope you stuck with us if you're here at the end good for you thank you yeah pat on the back (laughs) yeah two thumbs up two thumbs up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right. right we i don't know that we have you know a plan for next week's episode we have a lot of fun bonus content that's going to be coming out a lot of yes. interviews with family members uh where you can get to know all the weirdos in our family some silly things some that we thought about yeah uh-huh. so some question we have a game we maybe next week we'll play the game you came oh up with. yeah we're gonna play a game yeah tune in for the game <laughs> game show <laughs> we are now a game show yes so all that's right how we're gonna grow <laughs> well we appreciate you being here and we will be back next week and we're hoping that you will be too yeah We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>